Freaks. It's Wednesday, October 4th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, Eat Ass the Smart Way with Anal Breathments, plus gay bathhouse etiquette, and the government is going to make our cell phones explode our brains today. Find out exactly when and how this may affect your weekend travel plans. All coming up today. Distorted View Daily proudly presents a YouTuber addressing her haters. How can I be fake, Ellie King, if that's your real fucking name? You see that lady right there present behind me? Though that's my mom, Cindy. So see, I am not fake, you ugly looking bitch. Talk, Cindy. Yeah, you ugly monkey. Go climb on another train and jump off on the other, on the other side. Next time, if you harass my daughter, she will get you on her ass. One, I am pregnant with my son, Frederick Jr. Yeah. I'll be five months tomorrow, and he's kicking the shit out of me right now. Yeah. My dad died three weeks ago tomorrow at 6, 18 a.m. Yeah. You moron. This is not a wig. It's fucking real. If it was a wig, it'll fucking come off right about now. Yeah. I died in a black. You like my shirt? It says Mount Vernon, because that's where I, because that's where I actually live. Hometown. I lied. said I lied in Springfield when I didn't. My brothers, Jackson and Daniel, they're fucking dead also. Daniel was my twin, in case you guys didn't know. He died at three days old. A smallpox. We both had it. He died and I survived. So we don't like to kiss her ass. So wait till my son turns a year old, me and my husband will be pregnant again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you don't like a KMA. By the way, she does wear fucking bras. She has one on right now. I don't have one right now. I don't have one right now because I don't sleep with the bra on at night. Yeah, you little whore. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. My doctor wants to dilate my asshole to the size of a fucking coconut. Makes my bitch ass sissy pussy quiver. It's just a fun thing. You know, Optimus Prime is my husband, nigga. Tim Edson back here with you for your Wednesday episode of Distorted View Daily. Have a great program for you. You know, we talk a lot about sex on this podcast. It's a simple thing when you really think about it. See, people get bogged down in the technicalities and configurations of uh, the various types of sex, right? There's a man-woman sex, man-man, woman-woman, and as of late, they-them-zim-zap. How other can sex? Ultimately, though, when you boil it down, when we get back to basics, it's really just uh, about penetration. And Audi penetrates in any. Everything else, that's just garnishment. I think we would all be better off if we stopped thinking about the intricacies of sex, the details of the activity that uh, we don't all participate in, and instead focus on the commonalities. Let's get back to basics. So when you look at a gay man or a dude in a furry costume, you're not thinking, I can't believe he puts his dick in a dog pussy or he puts his dick in a in another man's stinky asshole. What if he gets shit on it? These people are deviants, disgusting. And instead, as you're passing that gay man on the street, you smile and you say, it sure does feel good to stick your dick in a hole, doesn't it? And they'll say, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. We don't have to get into the specifics of what type of hole, just hole. There, we have something in common now. We don't want to kill one another. It's just two humans acknowledging how good it feels on your dick to put your dick in something. There, I just solved all of the world's problems. God, I really do some heavy lifting on this podcast. I feature the very best in scat porn, and I heal all of mankind's wounds and emotional scars. No one else in the history of civilization was able to do it. It was left up to an idiot with a high school education. Gandhi couldn't do it. Martin Luther King couldn't do it. Those stinky-ass hippies couldn't do it. Bonus, I sing way better than the hippies. I'd like to build the world a home and furnish it with love. Grow apple trees and honeybees and snow white turtle doves. I'd like to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. Perfect harmony. I'd like to buy the world a coke and keep it company. That's 
that's the real I thing. Stick your dick in a in hole. Any hole will do. Just stick your dick in a fucking hole and fuck it real good. That's the real thing. Stick your dick in a fucking hole. I may have gotten carried away a little bit. Hopefully that's enough uh, coming together, kumbaya, hippy-dippy bullshit for one day. Now, with all that being said, there are those who disagree with me. Shocking, I know. They believe that instead of focusing on the one thing we all do, finding a dick in a hole, we should be celebrating the differences in how we smash. You know open our eyes to a whole new world of sexual possibilities. That's how we learn. That's how we grow. You know, even within our own sexual orientations, there's a great variety in the sex acts and practices, things that we didn't know or didn't even think to do. I've got a perfect example here. If you are gay and a bottom, you're probably no stranger to douching. You know, trying to get your butthole clean before uh, the pounding begins. Some gays take it a step further. I had never heard of this, but you know what? Thinking about it, I would I would appreciate if a man did this for me. After you, you know, clean yourself, of course, shower or bathe, mm-hmm. and of course dish, because uh-huh. you're probably going to be a bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, Somebody's going to go back there and use their mouth and your hole. Mm-hmm. You put a little tic-tac in there. And a tic-tac will give it flavor. Right. So they back there yummy, yummy, yumming. Uh-huh. I mean, if you've got someone willing to eat your ass, you might as well try to make it as pleasant an experience as possible for them. Yeah, make it taste good. Although I almost feel like you need to let the person know beforehand, just so you know, I put a Tic Tac in my ass. Because, you know, when you're eating butt, you're expecting a certain uh, flavor. But if all of a sudden you're tasting cinnamon or wintergreen, you're going to be like, what the hell? What is that? That is not a normal asshole flavor profile. I just feel like, you know, when it comes to butts and doing things to butts, you don't want any surprises, bad surprises or good surprises. You just you want to know what you're getting into. Also, I know I'm always claiming that people have uh, done did stolen my ideas in the past, but I've got proof this time. Papa Henson has come with the receipts. Here is the introduction to the March 27th, 2017 episode of DV. Today's Distorted View podcast is brought to you by Cool Mint Bottoms Up, the refreshing two-in-one mouthwash and anal enema that provides a breath freshener and an arctic blast up your ass. From French kiss to rim job, your next date won't know which end is up, but you will. Cool Mint Bottoms Up by the makers of Wintergreen Douche Paste, the toothpaste you can douche with. Come on, gays, give me some props for this one. Not only is it a brilliant idea and highly marketable, it's a way better idea than shoving a Tic Tac up your asshole. You know, if that thing doesn't dissolve properly, the person eating you out could choke. That thing could go right down his windpipe. Now you've got a lawsuit on your hands. All right. One thing this clip uh, taught me is that even though I am a cock-smoking fairy, there is so much I don't know about my own, uh, let's call it culture. For instance, I found an invaluable resource on YouTube. This is Patrick Moreno, and he is a huge slut, I guess. He's really into cruising and cruising culture. Like, you know, finding dick in restrooms. Or having a train run on you deep in the woods. Like, how do you even set something like that up? Who provides the lube? Should I be offering all these gentlemen bottled water? Should I pack them lunches? Like, I don't know. What's my responsibility in this whole thing? Well, Patrick has answers for you. Now, I'm going to play a couple clips here from his video, Cruising Gay Bathhouses in 2023. A lot of rules and regulations have changed in the past year, so I'm glad he updated the video. 
This is the 2023 version. So you're planning a night out at the bathhouse. It's been a while, or maybe even this is your first time and you're excited to have a little bit of fun. I know it's easy to get carried away. I mean, you're surrounded by naked men. There's porn playing on a loop. There's the darkened corridors. No judgment here, but uh, it's insane to me that establishments like this are still legal in 2023. You're paying money to go to a location where a bunch of men are hanging out to have sex in the whole establishment. You're basically nude the entire time. Porn is playing. There's like sex jacuzzis and stuff going on. And then there's also like gym equipment, but then there are beds, you know, cause you're gonna be fucking, you gotta get like a little room. It's such a bizarre business, you know? It seems like a holdover from like the seventies. I can't believe new bathhouses are popping up. There's even like uh like chains of bathhouses. You know, they're not they're not all just like mom and pop bathhouses. Anyway, a lot of the tips and suggestions here are common sense. Like be polite to the staff. Don't rape people, you know. Number 4, respect others. If you approach somebody and they turn away, they refuse to answer you, or worse, they tell you to stop, then just respect their decision and leave them alone. That is what I consider common sense. I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of people who don't respect those boundaries, but for normal people, we all, we get that, right? I have to say, I did learn some stuff, though. There was some surprising information, like this big bathhouse no-no. Don't douche in the jacuzzi in a million years i would never think to douche in a jacuzzi but apparently it's a real problem in bathhouses and the sad thing is you know they have just full bloom restrooms over there there's a time and a place the place is at home or at the bathhouse douching stations today i learned there are dedicated douching stations at bathhouses see how little i know about this i, I thought people were just doing it in the restroom no, they've got douching stalls, which is not. I wonder if the douche is provided. See, you know, now I'm starting to think that the uh, the bathhouse membership isn't such a bad deal after all. You're not just paying for the sex. You're paying for, uh, you know, a douche, probably condoms, lube, towels, you know, and you don't you don't have to clean up after yourself, really. They've got staff to do laundry. The place is at home or at the bathhouse douching stations, but definitely not in the hot tub using the jets. <laughs> you think we're kidding? This is a real thing that happens. I know. Oh, they position their butthole over the jet stream and they clean out that way. Here's a hot tip. Just, you know, just avoid the jacuzzi altogether. I mean, I assumed there would be semen floating around there. Now you also have to worry about flecks of shit. Ultimately, the takeaway from this video is guys, whether they be straight or gay, are just disgusting. Use the showers. Sometimes you feel like there's so much action going on that you don't want to miss a beat. So using the sink to rinse off your junk seems like a good idea, but it's not. <laughs> Take the extra minute and use the showers to rinse off your privates. It's more hygienic for everyone. Why would a guy need to wash his dick mid-session? Well, that's obvious. He got poop on it. And then I'm sure he's like touching the, the, the knobs, the faucets and the doors. How the hell do these bathhouses pass health inspections? It just seems like a sticky, stinky place. Luckily, uh, our cruising guru here has options for us. You don't have to go to a bathhouse to get dick. Apparently now there's an app for that. And I am not talking about Grindr. I'm talking about Sniffies. Sniffies is a dedicated app solely for uh, cruising. This way, you don't have to worry about, uh, like, whose house are we going to go to? Do I have to, like, meet a stranger at their place? Am I inviting a stranger back to my place? Some people on Grindr might be looking for more than a hookup. I don't know if that's a real thing or not. But Sniffies is just for quick, anonymous, ass-thumping sex. Best of all, apparently there are cruising spots everywhere. Libraries, museums. Sometimes like Nordstrom fitting rooms and stuff. I am the perfect person to be telling you guys about the brand new web-based app 
called Sniffies. Yeah, Apple would never approve this to be included in their app store. Sniffies is a social platform that uses a map to show you where the guys are. It shows you where the guys are on a map. Not only that, cruising locations around the city Restrooms, theaters, gyms. Oh, the train hall. First or second floor bathrooms by 9th Avenue entrance. Hotels. 11 guys were here today. Seven guys were here yesterday. They even tell you, uh, 41 guys were here in the last week. Suck a dick. Yes! It tells you if there's a Sniffy's person there already. And then all you have to do is reach out and coordinate with them and tell them, oh, hey, I'll be there in 15 minutes because I got shit to do. I'm busy. I can't be wandering the woods for hours or sitting in a toilet stall all day. This queen is busy as a bee. I think cruising is one aspect of the gay lifestyle that a lot of straight people are like, oh, see, this is disgusting. This This is what gay people are doing. Hooking up, having anonymous sex in train depots, spreading their filth and disease all over the place. And uh, while that is true, I wholeheartedly believe these same straight people are just incredibly jealous. Of course, straight guys would love to hook up with women. No strings attached in a Target bathroom stall. Literally just pick up your phone and see where there are horny broads hanging out. In the basement of a library or something, and then just wander over there and stick your dick in her. It's every guy's dream, right? Honestly, just like with bathhouses, I kind of thought the whole idea of cruising, you know, and cruising spots and stuff, I thought that was sort of dying off. You know, it just seemed like a relic of the past, you know, when gays were like hiding, you know, trying to sneak around, not let anyone know that they're gay, you know, when everyone was in the closet. But It seems to be uh, alive and well. So if you can't find a cruising spot near you, you can create your own. And I'm not even talking about your house. You can just drive down to the local deserted parking lot and say, hey guys, I'm at the parking lot at the Quickie Mart in my blue Chevy looking for dick and just let the boys come to you. I mean, police have to be on this app, right? It seems like an easy way to find people doing lewd shit in public. Not everybody is as open about sex as I am, and that's okay, because with Sniffies, you can... I'm not a fan of the name of that app. I don't want gay hookup apps referencing smells, stinks, sniffing, none of that, odors. Call it something else. Call it like, you know, like it's basically a GPS to locate other gays. Call it GPS, queen, or something like that. That would be better than Sniffies. Marginally better than Sniffies. Well, there you go. If you were curious about what was going on in uh, gay bathhouse and hookup culture, glad I could fill you in. I want to fill you up is what I want to do. Catch me. Catch me on Sniffies. DV really should have a presence on that app. All right, let's uh, switch gears. I've got a clip here from Walmart where a woman has been accused of stealing some items. Here she is having a very civil conversation with the security guard. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. She seems to be saying that she did, in fact, pay for her items, even though she can't provide a receipt. She's on a mobility scooter as well. The security guard is simply standing in front of her. I guess she could try to run him over. That's probably the method I would go with. Oh, well, now she's just throwing merchandise and cash registers and, and display stuff on the floor. So now she's committed some other crimes, I guess. I'm always surprised how spry these women are who are supposedly confined to mobility scooters. You piss them off enough, they jump off of the scooters. Start running around, ransacking the place. She's tussling with the security guard. You're not supposed to be reported. Yes, ma'am. Enter a Walmart employee whose biggest concern is the man filming this. Well, there she goes, bringing race into it. Yeah, she's a, a black woman. The police or security guard is a uh, white guy. Is he a security guard or a police officer? He's got handcuffs. <laughs> oh, and a gun. I guess it's a police officer. 
that explains why he's able to tackle her. I was like, Walmart security wouldn't do that. Damn, I love Walmart. They're like, I don't get paid enough for this shit. He sounds like a dying walrus. This is what happens when you throw them to the ground and they, you know, they can't move. They just start wailing. I've got another angle here of this arrest. It is not a flattering angle. It is like crotch level. She's huge. She's wearing these like really like pink and purple floral stretch pants. I guess that's neither here nor there, but still. That's pretty much what she says for the rest of this video. At this point, there's a crowd of like three dozen people watching this arrest go down. I think you get the idea there. Uh, let's move on. You know, it's been a while since we've heard from Roseanne. Recently, she was on a uh, mint comedy show. Are you guys familiar with mint comedy? I'm not. I, I had to look it up. Apparently, it's like a streaming video service where you pay you know, nine bucks a month and you can watch uncensored stand up comedy. Anyway, uh, one of the specials here looks like uh, it involved Roseanne and a panel of other comedians and violent jay from insane clown posse okay sure they're all sitting at a table i don't know maybe they're podcasting or just shooting the shit one of the comedians shouts fuck sarah gilbert who of course played darlene on roseanne and now on the connors the uh, the version of roseanne that is now airing without roseanne she's still a little bitter about the whole thing i think she blames sarah gilbert for stealing her show from her Anyway, uh, this is what went down on uh, Mint Comedy. Oh, and Sarah Gilbert. Fuck Sarah Gilbert, dude. Oh, you should hear the shit I tell my kids on her, but I wouldn't <laughs> dare say it in public, but it's it regards somebody licking my you-know-what. <laughs> With her lesbian fucking fork tongue and her no chin. I can get behind the fork lesbian tongue thing, but that weak chin comment, that was a low blow. So she can get right in there on the corners if you get my drift. I would not expect to see Roseanne returning to the Connors anytime soon. It'll be a while before uh, Sarah and Roseanne patch things up. Finally now, before we get into the news, gotta say thanks to DV listener and Discord user Torso. Torso has a brand new Linda Finkel Hall of Fame nominee for us today. Uh, her name is Katarina Jean Martinez. And I had to make sure that this wasn't a joke. You'll see what I mean here in just a second. It sounds like she's being shaken as she's singing this song. Either that or she's a ghost, right? This, you know, the song is being played very close to Halloween. Pieces of light. And she sings like that throughout the entire fucking song. These pieces of light. I am was recorded and uploaded onto SoundCloud about eight years ago, but she's not just a one-hit wonder. Oh, no, no. She's uploaded about 35 tracks in total, her most recent just two years ago. Let's see how she's progressed as a singer. You know, I bet you she's grown and improved over these eight years. Here's a song called Marijuana. We're back to the throat warbling. At the beginning of the song, I thought she she was gonna sing normally. I mean, this is an improvement. She's toned it down a little. I mean, a lot of this music, uh, I would consider uh, avant-garde. 
she's she's singing about the devil's playpen. I wake the I'm telling you, this is great music to play when the kids are trick or treating. You know, just have this blaring out of your house. Oh, here's another song. This is called Breathing Death Notes. My mind spins. I'm trying to figure out, like, if she could possibly have a good singing voice here. Like, there's little glimpses of it, and then she goes back to the. balloon you know you're like blowing up and you accidentally let go of it and it goes like it just flies all crazy and deflates all right well okay the rainbow has sufficiently been felt up thank you very much katarina jean martinez uh, if I remember, I will try to provide a link on the show notes today to her SoundCloud account so you can listen to uh, all of her tracks, should you want to. And I don't know why you would want to do that to yourself. All right. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist of that fucked up news right now. enjoy distorted view daily please consider signing up for the sideshow that's dv's member site where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs more importantly every week i do brand new exclusive shows just for paying freaks yesterday was a sideshow exclusive episode and i'll be doing another one tomorrow so it's a great time to sign up memberships are very inexpensive only six dollars and 99 cents a month even less when you opt for a quarterly semi-annual yearly or lifetime membership This is the best number one way to help ensure DV continues on for a long, long time. I do this for a living, so I rely on my Sideshow members. Thank you so much to everyone uh, who has signed up in the past and, uh, you know, of course, our current members. Really do appreciate that. Uh, If you happen to use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, there's an even easier way to sign up for access now. You can sign up right in those apps. Just a few taps. Follow the instructions. Uh, The Sideshow exclusive episodes will appear right alongside the free episodes on your feed, which is very convenient, right? Uh, For more information on all of that, check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. One final way to help support the show, we've got a Patreon account. Patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first which is, of course, a nice little perk. Again, patreon.com slash distorted view. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, well, uh, today is very interesting here in the United States because something is going to happen or did happen at exactly 2.20 p.m. I only found out about this a couple days ago, and if you if you didn't know about it, it probably freaked you the fuck out, especially if you were like uh, in a uh, area with a, a large group of people. Basically, at 2.20 p.m., everyone's phone is going to ring very loudly. Not just phones, too. Televisions, radios, everything's just going to go crazy. It's really nothing to be alarmed about. It's just, you know, one of those government emergency warning systems. Uh, Apparently, the government has to test the system every three years. And I kind of remember it happening uh, three years ago or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's going to happen again. No biggie. Like I said, I started to see a bunch of posts on this uh, just the other day. And uh, YouTubers and influencers are doing videos For instance, one of the largest tech uh, YouTubers is Marquez Brownlee, MKBHD, and he did a short video on uh, Twitter. Tomorrow, October 4th, everyone in the U.S.'s phone is going to ring really loudly at the same time, 2.20 p.m. Eastern Time. Just so you know. So the reason it's happening is because every three years, the government... It's basically everything I just said. We don't need to hear MKBHD repeat it. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up today, because we live... Where we live and when we live, nothing can just happen, especially when it involves the government. You add Wi-Fi or wireless cell phones into the mix, you're going to get a conspiracy theory. And yes, 
some morons are freaking out. I happen to have a video from one of these said morons. Okay, so listen, family, I need to tell you this really quickly. A friend of mine's YouTube page has been permanently banned. Um, they took it down and they banned it because of the information I'm about to give you. October the 4th, you want to keep your phones off. They say that there's a set hours between 2 and 3. Some say between 3 and 4. So from 2 to 4. But for me, it'll be an all-day thing for me. You gotta be a stay away from these digital... You, you are not gonna be able to get a hold of this woman all day long. She's taking every precaution. I don't know what she thinks is going to happen. First of all, listen. If the government can make your phone ring at 2.20 p.m. on October 4th, they can make it ring anytime they want. At some point, you're you know you're gonna turn your phone back on the next day. They can get you if they want to. Hours between two and three. Some say between three and four. So from two to four. But for me, it'll be an all day thing for me. You gotta be a stay away from these digital devices longer than any uh, couple of hours anyway. Uh, so you ought to be able to do so. You gotta have that kind of discipline. The government will be doing something with. Tech, I got to watch my words. You already know about that. I don't have to explain that to you all. No, you, you do. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Um, and they're going to be sending out frequencies, signals oh. all throughout. They're going to scramble our brains at 2.20 p.m. Um, where I hope you freaks are listening to this before 2.20 so I can warn you. All throughout um, where everybody's, everybody's, everybody's phone will be affected i'm sorry infected uh i meant you oh know I meant. oh <laughs> infected. oh i see what you did there so i'm saying i'm being facetious for real but i want you to get it i want you to get it i want you to understand it on october 4th you will need to turn your devices off turn them off just turn them off from the time you wake up maybe get a little bit in if you need to if you have to if you're that uh addicted but Turn them off. Just turn them off for the most part of the day. For the most part of the day. So I want to give you this information. Um, you got a little bit of news that's coming out here and there, but for an account to be completely banned from them putting out behind the scenes in the know. I guarantee you that whole YouTube channel that she said got banned had nutty stuff all over it. It wasn't just one video, you know, right? If you know, you know information. It must be very serious and pretty much very credible. Yep. So I love you all. Take care. Take this series. Get ready. Be prepared. Like how she said this must be credible because a YouTube channel was banned. Yeah, well, that means the government's going to scramble your brains at 220. It's confirmed. Here's another idiot warning us about October 4th. Marburg virus is baked into the shots and will be activated by three one minute pulse waves at 18 gigahertz. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> we got to break this down. Oh, the vaccine. I was waiting for there to be a, like a link between the vaccine and what the hell's going on today. All right. So the vaccine that was given to millions or hundreds of millions of people actually contained a, a sleeping virus, if you will. You know, it's, it's inactive. Right. And uh, the government, through the use of uh, frequencies and cell phone waves, they're going to activate the Marburg virus that <laughs> that is inside of us all uh, tomorrow. Marburg, or, or, I guess later today. The yeah. virus is baked into the shots and will be activated by three one-minute pulse waves at 18 gigahertz from the 5G towers all over the country. I've also got audio from an expert here. We know that Marburg is not particularly contagious, but it has an extraordinarily high rate um, of fatality. And we know the mechanism by which this will be released. And that is inside of these shots that people already received, inside the lipid nanoparticles, the hydrogel, there exists pathogens inside of the particles that have not yet opened. Those pathogens are chimeric. They include E. coli Marburg, Ooh. Ebola staphylococcus, and brewer's yeast, amongst others. Well, shit is going to hit the fan today. I love TikTokers who think they've, you know, they found the smoking gun. They've cracked this case wide open. Like, uh, we've got a woman here who's on FEMA's website, as if FEMA would just lay out all of their evil, dastardly plans if they were up to something like that, right? Here, let me, let me fill you in. FEMA and FCC plan nationwide emergency alert test for October 4th of 2023. Now, mind you, this came out August 3rd of 2023, which was five days before the Maui fire. Ha ha! What does that mean? The Maui fire showed us the truth of FEMA. 
So yeah, they're going to tell us two months before they do it. But hold on, it gets better. Both tests are scheduled to begin at approximately 2.20 p.m. Eastern Time on Wednesday, October 4th. Okay, first and foremost, Wednesday, the middle of the week. Okay, and at 2.20, pretty specific there. Like, if you understand the numerology and everything that they delve into, okay, these numbers have a specific purpose. You kind of lose all credibility the second you, you start talking about numerology. Thanks to the fires in Maui, we have now become aware that these people have the ability to send out tones and vibrations that actually can affect things in your body. That's what people are fearing. Well, certain people are fearing okay. that. And it's, it, it, I mean, if you know, you know, okay? It's, it's really all I can say about it. If you know, you know. Well, just tell me what's going to happen. Okay. The people, the people in Lahaina have basically put it out there for you to see the truth of what these people are. Okay. And so now they're going to be performing a test to cover the entire United States in a tone and frequency for at least 30 minutes. That's what they're fearing. All right, guys, there may not be a show tomorrow if all of our heads explode or we're turned into zombies. Gotta be honest with you, I'm kind of looking forward to a little vacation. Do your worst, FEMA. I will not be putting my phone on silent. I'm cranking my volume up, enabling Wi-Fi calling. I don't know, just anything to help. Make my brain sizzle, please. All right, uh, second story we have for you today. This one comes from New Zealand. An Auckland father says he received a rude shock in his KFC takeaway. The fast food giant has denied they're responsible for crude drawings of male cocks scrawled on the paper bag. Well, someone had to do it. It's not like the penises were printed on the bag. Like someone took a pen and drew a bunch of dicks. David Carpenter, take a look at the chapter artwork. You can see these crudely drawn penises. Still, it's been so long... I'm kind of getting aroused. Those balls are very spherical, not lumpy in the least. And it's a nice long shaft. Oh, my God. I might end up jerking off to a KFC bag after I get done recording the show. Oh, I need to get late so bad. All right. David Carpenter said uh, he visited uh, the KFC on Saturday afternoon with his partner and two children, opting for the drive-thru. He says there was nothing unusual about the order and no confrontation with the staff before he was asked to park in front of the store while his order was completed. After a brief wait, a male staff member appeared and handed him the bag, which he then passed to his 8- and 10-year-old children. That's when they said to me, Dad, what's this on the bag? It was penises. There were penises on the bag. I want to know more about these little children. Are they shits or are they good boys? Because I gotta be honest with you, drawing dicks is kind of a, a specialty of little boys. They love to do that type of shit. That being said, I'm looking at the penises. Oh boy, am I looking at them. These penises uh, don't seem to be drawn by a little kid, though. They, th This is the work of an adult. I feel like there's some light shading. They circle around the balls a few times just to you know, really uh, make them stand out and bold. I mean, that's not something little kids do. Also, here's some additional evidence. Employees wrote in pen, blue pen, what the contents of the order was on the bag. So, you know, employees already had a blue pen. They could have very easily just started sketching dicks. Carpenter said the contents of the order uh, were written on the bag, but there were also cartoon images of male genitals. I looked at the bag and thought, what in the actual F? <laughs> and I showed it to my partner and said, look at this. Uh, photos applied to the New Zealand Herald show both the order and the obscene illustrations written in the same color ink. Carpenter went straight back into the store to seek an explanation. He said staff members he spoke to were kerfuffled. Quote, she really didn't know what to say, and she started kind of asking me questions like, how did that get on the bag? I said, listen, I just literally came out of my car because you handed me this food, and this is what was on the bag. He said he remained calm while asking staff for answers. And while one staff member admitted she had written the order, she completely denied drawing the penises. There's no way I could have put that on the bag, Carpenter said. He was offered a refund, which he accepted, and he left the bag behind with staff who asked to keep it for their own investigation. A KFC spokesperson said they completed a probe and found no evidence to suggest any member of the staff were involved. Well, how the fuck would you know that? I guess maybe security camera footage? 
As for the customer, he says that he never plans on eating at KFC again. You lost yourself a customer. All right, uh, final story we have for you today. Uh, longtime listeners of the show know that uh, I am not a fan of feet. I don't like sexualizing feet. I think feet are gross in general. I don't want to look at them. Certainly don't want to smell them. Feet, however, are not the only thing to skeeve me out. I don't know if this is a common practice. It has to do with our final story here, but I don't like the idea of uh, ears. I don't like sharing things that have been on ears or in ears. Topping that list would be like he- like ear pods or AirPods. Those, I mean, I look at what comes out of my ear. <laughs> you know, like the, I, I use Q-tips. I know you're not supposed to use Q-tips. People say don't use Q-tips because it'll hurt your ear. I don't care. I want that fucking earwax out. My my ears are very clean. Still, when I uh, put those AirPods in after, I don't know, two or three days, you look inside and it's like, what the fuck is that yellow goop? It's a bunch of earwax is what it is. I can't imagine uh, using someone else's AirPod. It's so fucking disgusting. Uh, That's what happened in this final story. Oh, and looky here. It comes from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Florida. Our most fucked up state. Prosecutors. Oh, there's already a prosecutor involved with this story. Prosecutors expect to charge a 17-year-old as an adult after Key West police say he stabbed a co-worker. I bet you he left earwax in the dude's AirPods. That would set me off, too. Yeah, apparently he stabbed a co-worker with two steak knives early on Sunday morning after a missing set of Apple AirPods. Ah, the stabbing happened just before 1.30 a.m. outside of the Regal Cinemas. That's according to a police search warrant. The incident apparently stemmed from the victim confusing two pairs of the wireless earbuds. The warrant states that the victim, also 17, had borrowed a set of AirPods from another co-worker the week prior. The night he borrowed them, he got a ride home from another co-worker, and he saw a different pair of earbuds sitting in the passenger seat, and he thought they were the ones that he had just borrowed. It turns out, according to detectives, that the earbuds had belonged to the eventual stabbing suspect, Mark Lusant. Mark Lusant discovered this through the Find My iPhone app, and the victim agreed to return the AirPods. On Saturday evening, the victim arrived for his 6 p.m. shift, having forgotten to bring the earbuds. Uh-oh. That's when Lusant aggressively confronted the victim. But according to police, that would not be the end of the dispute. Later in the night, Lusant had a co-worker pick him up from a party and drop him off at the cinema. What the co-worker apparently didn't know, according to the warrant, is that a fanny pack Lusant was wearing contained two steak knives, and he was going to the theater to confront the victim over the missing AirPods. I also hate that fanny packs have made a comeback. I mean, I guess they're convenient and useful and you can store a bunch of stuff in there, including steak knives. But you, you just look like a fool. I can't wait for the, you know, for this new generation to finally figure that out. Anyway, the witnesses each recalled Mark rubbing the blades against one another in a sharpening like motion. Police said Lusant then went towards the victim who turned around and tried to flee, but tripped on a sidewalk and fell to the ground. Just like dumb bitches in horror films, right? They're always running away and they inevitably trip on something. That's when the killer catches up with them. Well, in this case, Lusant pounced on top of the victim and began stabbing him in the stomach. A co-worker drove the victim to Lower Keys Medical Center and the victim would eventually be taken to uh, HCA Florida Kendall Hospital due to the severity of his injuries. Police would arrive to the scene to find a large amount of blood and two steak knives. Thankfully, the young man uh, has not died. He's in the intensive care unit recovering from his injuries. Monroe County prosecutors said they expect to charge Luson as an adult on an attempted first-degree murder charge. By the way, he still doesn't have his AirPods back. This is all he ever wanted. And now, where he's going, he's not even going to be allowed to use AirPods. It'd be funny if the victim just kept them at that point. Why not? The owner of the AirPods, he's in jail. He, you know, he's not going to come after him. Get some use out of them. Enjoy yourself. After what you've been through, you deserve those AirPods. I hope they're uh, pros. All this trouble going after regular AirPods. That would be a damn shame. All right. uh, There you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. 
Love to hear from you, freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Uh, I'm at Distorted View on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Facebook.com slash Distorted View Show. You can now find me on Sniffies. Just move your map over to the Cincinnati area. Find the picture of uh, the fat dude with the hairy flabby ass with cum dripping out of it. That's me. You can go ahead and click the little chat button if you have any comments for the show. Or, you know, you want to hook up or something. We can meet in the uh, Skyline Chili restrooms if you want and uh, bang it away. Timmy, Greg from Austin calling. I got uh, two quick things. Um, I'm listening to the Friday show and uh, you're playing all these uh, DID TikTok idiots. Um, it's I just I just comment on that. I actually have uh, psychology degrees. I went to school in oh, um, the UK and part of one of uh, my degrees uh, one of the requirements was I had to volunteer in like a British equivalent of a state hospital, like a mental hospital. So I have seen some severely uh, psychologically damaged people in my life. And it's Do a- any of them act like TikTokers? That's what. That's all I need to know. And, you know, it is really sad, and you know, watching these TikTok idiots is uh, is kind of it's kind of frustrating. But the hilarious thing is, I knew clinical psychologists, like practicing psychologists, and even research psychologists who didn't even believe DID was a real thing. <laughs> like they, they thought it was actually something different, but they didn't believe oh. in the concept of uh, multiple personality disorder. And it's so incredibly rare, right? Well, this was 20 years ago, so who knows what's changed right. since then. But on the subject of you dying, I have an idea for you. Hmm. You should, you should record a special episode. I thought of that. I thought of that. Yeah. Only be played in the event of your death. Yes. Yes. Like just do it now. Put it in the can. Leave Lord do some instructions for how to post it, and. uh just make the entire thing about death and just laughing at the fact that you've died from a heart attack at 43 years old <laughs> or 44 years old or however old. You know what I should do? Maybe I should do... I'll record... This is going to be more work for me, so this will never happen, but this is what I'm thinking. Every year, I record a new show in the event of my death, and then at the very end of the calendar year, as a special treat for not dying, I will play the death show. Or I'll collect all the death shows, and then when I do die, like new episodes of DV will con- will continue to air for a while. It'll just be all of my yearly death shows. Or I could auction off the death show, the, the you know the the death show that I am not using because I didn't die. I'm gonna have to give that some thought. <laughs> you know, I'm always looking for ways to make money, and by that I mean take money from you. Guest caller. Hey Tim. Uh... Just uh, stoned right now, driving around, working. Uh, but uh, I listened to your show two weeks ago and uh, got through about 200 episodes. Oh, my God. Two, like You listened to 200 in a row? Love the show. I'm too broke to become sideshow freak. Ooh. Maybe someday. Oh, too poor. All, All right. right. I'll well, talk to you later. Hopefully your fortunes change. You know, uh, memberships are very inexpensive. It's worth it. You listen to 200 episodes of DV? You little freeloading asshole, you. <laughs> I need to cut that down so you can't listen to that many. Start your 4th of July weekend off. Okay, well, you know where we're at in the voicemails now. We've hit the, we've hit Independence Day, With finally. America's favorite patriot, Mead Skelton, having his Dixie Patriot live stream Sunday, July 2nd from 8 till 9. Join me for songs of patriotism. Okay, well, listen, it's a little too late for that. I mean, you can watch the replay, I guess, on Mead's channel. Oh, speaking of Mead, uh, Mead uploaded his entire performance at the Farmer's Daughter over there in Farmville. And, uh, you know, when I listened to the uh, the one clip he provided, I noticed that no one was applauding at the end of his music. And uh, at the end of his performance, I will give Mead some credit here. Uh, there are people who do applaud, I guess because he's leaving. He's done. This is him wrapping rap, things up. Thank you, the Farmer's Daughters, for having me today. I'm Mead Skelton from Richmond. Hope you all have a wonderful evening. Thank you so much. To, Thank you. I think there's like three people clapping. Again, he never pans that camera around to look at the crowd, which is a real shame. That's what I want. That's the money shot. But over on a Mead Music Channel, uh, you can listen and watch that whole performance. And of course, there's more great Mead content coming up this week. You know, he's going to do his weekly weigh-in. 
that, you know, always gives us some fodder for the program. So I might have an update for you there. All right. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God, is it okay? Don't douche in the jacuzzi. Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the program. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. I will see you back tomorrow if and only if you're Sideshow members. Otherwise, I'll be back to end the week on Friday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Google, show me photos of the love of my life. Oh, this is so beautiful. Now show me pictures of my wife. Ew, what happened to her? Google, search for female facial hair removal options. I heard that! Get off the damn computer! I'm not on the computer, I'm on the phone! Oh, it's the same thing! Life expectancy of a female human bitch? 81.1 years. Oh, remind me to kill myself. Got it, kill myself. When do you want to be reminded? Every second of every minute of every hour of every goddamn day of my life. You got it. Ah, the cats need to be fed! You're in the kitchen, feed the cats! You're not doing anything up there, I can hear you! Get down here! Oh, I am doing something! I'm telling my phone the most important things about you! Hey, Google, remember my wife has a cluster of moles on her back in the shape of a swastika! Okay, I'll remember that. And remember it suits her! You got it. And remember she's pushing 300 pounds! Okay. And the underside of her arms sag and flap! I'll remember that. Oh, yeah, and remember that one time the neighbor's dog got loose and she fed it antifreeze no. to teach it a lesson! Okay. And remember she disowned her daughter for a year and a half because she got knocked up by that Mexican... Mexican taco truck driver. You got it. I told her I would pay to have it taken care of. You mean terminated. He sells tacos from a truck. You have no one in your life that loves you. You've got a small dick. Do not. Google, what's a micro penis? According to Mayo Clinic, an abnormally small penis. Sound familiar? You have one reminder. Kill myself. Thank you for reminding me, Google. The sweet release of death cannot come soon enough. You got it. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.